All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going on 77. It's your boy, one half of the dynamic duo, Dwight at 517-2214. Joined again as I am every week with the brains of the operation, Dr. SJ slash, P, well, slash PhD at SJ Basketball 8. Man, it's late. We on some late night shit this time. It is damn near midnight in New York. But how is how is it looking in New York right now, young guys? Sir? I mean, I'm feeling great. Um, Mavericks just won. We're recording after the um, Raptors game. So, you know, everything feels good to win. Um, start of the week, I could tell you it was, I mean, it was horrible for a lot of different reasons. I just had a lot going on. And then the Mavs wanted to be stupid. And and then this week was just super like busy for me, um, but we picked up some wins. We're on a three game win streak finally because we were kind of mm-hmm. up and down. Every time we won one, we then lost one. So now we got some momentum. We're seeing a Brooklyn team that's kind of they got a lot going on. Um, um, I mean they picked up a huge win, like le- legit a huge win today. But um, I suspect. We could be able to handle them. We won't jump too, you know, far ahead, but um, it's it's looking good right now. It is. It is. Um, this week we we not gonna, you know, it's like I'm tired. I say tired, so we ain't gonna really go around the NBA. We just gonna talk about the last week in Mavdom. Um, cause uh, yeah, we play as I just remind we played like four games since the last time we recorded. Um, this time of year is really busy for me at work, so I actually, shit, I've been losing track of stuff, but I guess starting off since last time we recorded, we had the OKC game. Um, this game was horrible. I was so angry after this game because it was it was uh, multiple reasons, but first, I was at the game. I was at the game with my two sons. My sons are seven and five. It was a great experience. They were into it. I was a little worried about taking them because, you know, kids don't have a long attention span. And plus, you know, it it, it was what? I think the game started at like, I think it started at either eight or, I don't know, I think it started at eight. So that's pushing a bedtime towards the end. And my, my youngest was, he was tired. But it was a great experience. My dad was there. Um, you know, it was dope. I love basketball. First basketball game I ever went to, my dad took me. He was there when I took my two sons. So this is just a great time. The the Mavericks was beating the breaks off OKC. And then the bottom fell out. And this was, it really sucked because we went with, I have a older cousin that, uh, it's close to my dad's age. Her and her husband came. They got up and left. They got up and left. They was like, all right, we, we wrap this up. So they got up and left. Me, my dad, and my son stood there and, and hung out and watched it. And it was just a total collapse, man. It was just a total collapse. It 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 made me sick to my stomach. It was it was pretty bad. It was a horrible start to the week. Um what did you I I, I I don't know, man. I I remember what happened. I almost don't want to talk about it because it was such a, it was literally like a traumatic loss. I'm happy my sons were too young to really realize what was happening. Bro, it was a terrible loss. Like, I don't think you understand. I was watching 
um Denver versus OKC last night on the um OKC broadcast. They made a whole mini documentary out of it. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I, I didn't want to tweet it because I was like, uh, I was gonna tweet and be like, "Yo, OKC really made a mini documentary out of that loss," but I didn't want to like bring it up on the timeline. But no, OKC is running a mini documentary of that sixteen-point comeback win between their um commercials on their broadcasts. So yes, that's how bad it was. Um, I just think it was it didn't need to happen for several reasons. I was going to, I mean, depending on how um, these games, you know, went during this week, I was going to really come in here and late on the team. I mean, now, since oh, yeah, yeah. you know, gone in a three-game win streak, it feels kind of <laughs> at this point. But I was going to go in because... I, 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 don't, I, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but you, uh, folks, she did me Tuesday. It was like, I got it. Do you got time to record? I got to get this shit off my chest. That's how angry <laughs> she was. <laughs> I was angry because it was just, I, like, it was just a brain-dead <laughs> loss. Like, especially after, like, it's like each loss that we've had, like, every loss that we've had has been some bullshit, you know, yeah. surrounding it. Like, I'm like, damn, at this point, I would want, I want us to get our, like, teeth kicked in. Like, yeah. <laughs> let us really lose and see how it feels to really lose. Like, it's like, okay, you blow that, you blow multiple leads in the Phoenix game. You lose to a Pelicans team without like their top three, like some of their top three players. Then you lose to OKC with a 16 point lead. You just wasted that in four minutes. Like it's like each loss kept getting worse. And I'm like, are you like, you're just, you're, it's like they're, we're inventing new ways. So Luca's defense was just horrible. And I've been fighting to fight about his defense. And people keep telling me, like, Here's the thing. I'm not stupid, right? <laughs> so you telling me, oh, well, you know, his workload, his usage, he's not going to have any energy. Well, duh, that's just baseline. Yes, you understand that. However, basic positioning is not is not directly related to usage. Just being in the right position on defense. That's That's things that we were having issues with. And, I mean, obviously it's being compounded by the fact that JaVale's in the game. Like, I think this, and, I, and we kind of said this too over the offseason when we got JaVale, like we were trying to look at the um, positives of the drop, but our, I, I feel like our sentiments, you know, were true in that you cannot play drop with Luke on the team. Mm -hmm. it's, that's dead. I think we've, we've kind of, we've seen so many different iterations of it. We've seen so many, you know, different bigs play it. And it's, you can't play drop with Luke on the team. And it's, you know, it's the scheme. There's just a lot of things that were going on, but it was like, he, it, it was just bad. Like the regression on defense. And um, I made, I had made the point. The first time I pointed it out was because I, I, I didn't even point it out that much. Like he had been playing bad defense from game one, honestly. <laughs> um, if you look at it, um, if you look at how we blew that lead, to Phoenix, the late lead. We blew that lead for so many reasons, but if you look at the actions they were running with that Spain pick and roll, they were putting Luca and Nash every time. <laughs> he couldn't really defend it. But I didn't bring it up until people were really dogging on the role players. And then, um, you know, someone had the nerve to say, oh, um, 
yeah, Dorian, all he does is play decent. Like, he just has to play decent enough defense. And Hitch, I was like, okay, y'all going too far now. You could talk about the offense. But minimizing what he does on defense, that's going too far. Especially considering how much they have to cover for Luka. And people are like, oh, well, it's not Luka, too. They got to cover for Spence. But you're making the point that their job is inherently hard. Because, you know, they have to be playing um and and you know covering up for all these different dudes they're they're covering up for mcgee they're covering up for spencer they're covering up for luca like it's it's hard on those wing defenders in that starting lineup so to to reduce their um defensive workload i felt like that was not fair that was really not fair so that's the first time i said okay y'all need to relax because luca has actually been terrible on defense and then that's when I got, you know, the swarm of comments from people. And my thing is, if I'm going to talk about Luca's good, I'm going to talk about his bad. Same thing with all other players. People feel like they can just dog on the role players, you know, bad traits and just talk about Luca's good. And they don't want to do the inverse. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about everybody. <laughs> if you play good, I'm going to say you play good. If you play bad, I'm going to say you play bad. And that goes for 1 through 15. Um, Even with Wood. I'm I don't like well, but he's on my team. If he plays good, I'm gonna say he plays good. If he plays bad, I'm gonna say he plays bad. That's just how it goes. But regardless, um, like I said, that win is kind of in a rearview mirror at this point, and they've had a strong response since, you know, winning three straight. So you just gotta forget about it. It was just what game? What was it like game five? I think it was like our fifth game of the season. So like game five of eighty-two. Gotta forget about it. Um, because especially since it was the front end of a back-to-back. And we played the Magic. Um, and, I mean, props to OKC, though. They're playing good um, basketball. They lost to Denver last night. But um, they, they're they playing. Like, I hate the way people talk about OKC. I won't go on a tangent about OKC. But I'm just saying, like, they play good basketball. So, kudos to them. But, yeah, they, they're a properly coached team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we bounced back um, against the Magic. And, I mean, we this game, I would say, like, the one we played tonight against Toronto – this was like what? This was like the first game in a while we weren't down double digits, right? We oh. were never down double digits to them. We were pretty much in the lead for the most part, the entire game. Um, we had the entire game under control from start to finish. Um, and that only happened in the Memphis game. Brooklyn game was kind of back and forth. But yeah, the Magic, Jazz, we were fine for our lives. <laughs> Literally until, you know, we put things together. But what do you think about, like, the Magic and Jazz games? Uh, the Magic and, and Jazz games were cool because they end up getting back into it. You saw the runs. Like, to me, it's just, I don't know if Javel just is old. I don't know what's going on, but, like, Every time he was in the game, we just automatically got put in a hole. It was it was blatantly obvious. And they finally start playing Dwight Powell. And I think I was joking in the group chat, Dwight Powell, I th- it was the uh, Jazz game. I was like, Dwight Powell's going to be plus 20. I was just talking shit. He's plus 24. And it's just kind of obvious. You just see it. Um, He's way better than him. Yeah, like way better. Like it's I might I might oh um. Here's the thing I like I felt like obviously there would be a good chance that Dwight would be better than McGee, but I oh um, what's his name? He has me blocked anyway. But um, that HP basketball an apology because 
he he felt the same way that um Dwight was way better than McGee. The Eden. only people that thought uh, JaVale McGee was way better than Dwight Powell are like the weird Mavs fans that hate Dwight Powell. Like any impartial person that watched both players is like, eh, it's maybe a wash. Maybe a wash. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's where I was. I was like, it's probably a wash. I thought it was. Uh, I, I I thought JaVale. So. It's kind of hard to compare because they play center in two different ways, right? And they get used in two different ways defensively. And I thought we needed somebody like JaVel. We did. I'm not even mad that JaVel is on the team. I'm mad he starts and has a three-year fully guaranteed contract. At the TP um, MLE. Yeah, like if he, if JaVel was here two years on the vet, man, maybe even $3 million, I'd be like, all right. And he was playing 10 minutes tonight. I'd be like, cool. This is fine. I'm happy to have him. I'm I'm not mad. But it's the fact that he was starting, and it was just like you just watch the games. As soon as he leaves the game, we go on a run. When he's in the game, we lose. Duh. I know we end up tricking off a big lead tonight, but I think tonight's the first time we really, outside the Phoenix game, where we really pushed a big second half lead instead of either losing the lead or getting blown out when the second half started because JaVale has didn't play. It was blatantly obvious. Exactly. And then even with this blown lead, I I can excuse it because um we did not have any with all them off offensive fouls being called at the start of the fourth we had that, that messed up Spencer's rhythm. Yeah, rhythm, exactly. Yeah, that, that really messed up Spencer's rhythm. And he he was cooking and then Buddy hit him with them fouls and he was in his head we gonna talk about that later, but yeah, it it just it, it messed it up. Um, one thing I did want to talk to you about because I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm not ready to say it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drop my catchphrase. However, I'm very encouraged with the defense that Christian Wood has played the last two games. Uh, he got pulled tonight because I think he lost Otto Porter on that three ball. Yep, yeah, I yeah, I saw that. I was like, he was doing so well. Then I saw yeah. him make that. And then when he makes the mistake, it's it's he you see it on him. It shows in his body language. Like yeah. he's standing there and it's like he's beating himself up for making that mistake. Um, but yeah, yeah, he got pulled right after. Yeah, that. and he got pulled and he knew it. That's why he was hot. Mm-hmm. However, if I go back to uh, the last game, he was kind of ass in the first half when we played the Jazz. He was ass, both sides of the ball. He's actually – one thing I got to give him credit for, he's like the ass, but he finishes over and through dudes at the rim really well. Mm-hmm. With that being said, against the Jazz, he wasn't doing that in the first half. And the reason why I – I don't know, man. I want to lie to myself a little bit because he did, He usually – even when you before he became a math. When he doesn't have it, he just don't got it. And he just pouts and just sleepwalks through the rest of the game. He didn't do that in the second half. He went and got dirty, too. He he. I think he was 0 for 4, maybe 0 for 3 in the first half against Utah from threes. So he just stopped shooting them bitches and just went and got it out the mud. And he played good defense. He made his rotations. And he just played hard. And then you go tonight. Look, man, look, yeah, 
even even a little bit he did this a little bit in the jazz but it, i was specifically looking for it tonight bruh whenever someone got ice on him it was fucking air balls it wasn't just like uh missed shots like he made them air ball like two or three times when he was iso with with from pascal to gary trent i think it was even uh scotty a couple times but like them dudes was not didn't flat out hit rim and was barely grazing rim like he was stoning dudes and I'm just like, that was when I, the, the reason I wanted him to start, if this thing was going to work, if it was going to manifest, it was that stuff there. And I, he did it a few times against Utah. I forget who he, who he had, who he stoned in isolation on Utah. Um, but it, it's just like that. I, I think he should, actually, I think he should get more playing time. Like this 25 minutes, I, I'm cool with him not starting, not a Dwight is starting because Dwight just provides energy. But, man, we can't do this 23, 25-minute shit no more. Because, honestly, Maxie ain't got it right now. Maxie don't have it. That damn Colin Sexton was running around Maxie like a traffic cone against Utah. And he ain't do shit again tonight. Like I mean, he, he was okay tonight. You, I mean, you didn't – it wasn't, like, loud. He was okay. I feel like he was okay on defense. I mean, he's still the best defensive big on the roster, right? Um – um so it's it's he's his offense right now is just like he's it's like non-existent right now because he's not even getting shot attempts i think he had one like what one shot other than them blowing layups um yeah and and low-key when he played with wood would be lightweight diamond him you'd be fumbling the fucking shit at the rim my fault. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. Oh no, because I—I mean, we're making the same point. I don't think he's even looking for his shot right now yeah. at all. Um, so he's kind of like a—I can't even say Draymond no more because Draymond's looking for his shot right now. Um, yeah. he's, he's like a Ben Simmons right now. <laughs> um, not even looking to score. So I—I I just think um. I do agree he probably should play more minutes, but I think how they're approaching it, and I'm talking about the coaching staff, they're trying to do a, um, it's like they're taking it like game by game to see what the game gives them. So it's not, they're not going in predetermined like, okay, what is slotted for, um, you know, 30 minutes tonight. And they're not doing it like that. And it's hard because, it's the stretches he plays, right? Since he's coming off the bench, he, um, I mean, now they switched it because before when McGee was starting and McGee used to sub out like real, like I'm pretty sure when we started the season, Maxi was the first big sub in and then mm. Wood coming, like Wood would come in a little. Um, Wood, Wood was coming in at like the five, six minute mark and Maxi yeah. was coming in at like the seven minute mark seven, yeah right yeah but exactly. shit that uh <laughs> what was game was it was it the magic or it one of them games his ass got pulled at the it was nine fifteen on the clock i distinctly remember. oh yeah <laughs> yeah and he got i think it was the magic game he got taken out because we couldn't defend anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um but how it went in the third quarter wood was the first big in usually at like the eight you know minute mark um and the problem with that was that he'd play the entire third and play pretty much the entire starter of the fourth 
and he can't play the entire second half. You know, people are like, oh, well, he needs to close. Well, he he just played like 10 minutes straight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like it, it, it was hard for them. So what they are now doing with the rotation um, by my memory is that um, he's coming in later in the second half now. So he's coming in at like the four minute mark, four five minute mark of the third quarter. And he plays out the rest of that third quarter plays most of the first half of the fourth and then um you know they it depends if they want him to close they take him out a little earlier in the fourth and then bring him back in or if he's if they determine okay he's not closing you know they just they keep him in a little longer and then take him out and you know close with whoever they're closing so I think they're keeping it fluid like that and again you know we just have to monitor how he responds to it um i still i like him off the bench especially now that dwight's starting um i do agree with you i like him off the bench because you know tim is just iffy right now with the bench scoring and i think um you need that support um with spencer coming off the bench and i think it it would be a little harder to with the staggering if all three of them are starting um so i just think um they have to figure it out. I don't think it's an easy fix, but they I do believe he should play more minutes. Yeah, I think I'm a little hesitant to play him as the lone big. Exactly. And that's that I think but that's the problem. There are matchups where he could do it. Yeah. That's my that's, that's my thing. And I and I think we played like he could have got away with that shit against Utah. And I also think he could have did a little bit tonight because they basically all them dudes is his size. Like no, well he's skinny, but no one is like overpowering him the way even Wendell Carter Jr. could, or where you needed somebody else to protect him. And like Kelly Olenek ain't really mixing you up on the block like that either. I think you could have got away with him, and that's my thing. Like some nights, if he played twenty three minutes. And he losing dudes on three balls. You know what? Shit, I'm cool with it. But when it's time to run the minutes up, and I all I think he should be able to. And then the other thing is like, hey, bro, this this offense be looking like ass in the clutch, bro. And I actually I don't know if he's not. I mean, Dwight played well in the short role tonight. But I think he's our best one. I mean, Wood has shown he has some juice, but I need to see it more. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't. He doesn't get. He doesn't play with Luca enough. Yeah, to really, for us to really, really know, and especially in like a closing situation, mm-hmm. we 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 haven't seen it enough. But I just like I think Wood. I, I shit you not. I'm not sure if the with guys on the roster right now. Or a dude that like you saw Toronto putting ball pressure full court. Like I'm like, dog, I think Wood could get the ball up the court against his man better than Spencer Spencer could at times in the game. I was wondering, like, especially when we damn near got that eight second count. Like, bro, just let Wood bring the ball up the court. And he can outlet to a guard if he gets in trouble. And I think that would help stop the offense from stagnating as much because like when we play better teams, because you gotta think about it, uh the Raptors are a good team, but Fred didn't play at Pascal. He didn't come back after halftime, did he? Um, Pascal, I think he 
played in the third. That's when he got hurt. Oh, he got hurt in the third. Okay. Yeah. But he, he didn't finish the game. Like, man, we <laughs> we sure we're not getting packed up if them boys play tonight? Like, this is exciting. I'm happy we won, but it should have been a much bigger win. But if we going to keep playing these close games, then you start getting involved with luck. And when the team was basically missing their two best players, it, it makes me nervous, right? So I, I'm, I think Wood needs to play more. I think Josh needs to play more. Have we talked about Josh yet? You have not. I was going to touch on him because I think the key to – because here's the thing. I think the key to Wood playing more is maybe Josh playing more because I think the problem with people complaining about Wood's minutes, the issue is the coaching staff is clearly still terrified of the thought of him at the five, like at the, as the lone big at the five, right? And that's the path to him getting more minutes if he's able to, um, you know, play at the five um, and hold up in those situations, especially why um, – especially why they're afraid of it, you know, closing games. Um, so I just think um, Josh, if Josh plays, because Josh at this, he's an impactful, impactful defender. Like he's impactful. Um, I feel like last year he's, he was always good in one-on-one situations, but like, you know, he'd make a lot of mistakes, you know, as a young player, but now you see him like really putting it together on that end like you know he's jumping passing lanes you know always crashing offensive glass like you know he was always good I felt like his best defensive skill was you know cutting off drives you know using his body to really cut off drives still great at doing that his screen navigation has gotten better he's not perfect but you know it's gotten better um that was his big flaw to me um you know for his you know, young and athletic, I feel like he really could not get around the screen properly, but um, he's getting better at that, so he's just getting better overall, and he's knocking down them open looks, like, you know, obviously, we can't, like, you know, call him a sniper and all of that, that sort of thing, because he's... I mean, he's flashing on SJ. He's second second in the NBA in three-point percentage, SJ. I'm just, I'm I'm gassing it, I'm gassing it. Yeah, but... I you know they're open threes, but that's that's good though. The fact that these are um I saw Kirk Kirk had said it's him hitting those Doran type threes, and that's exactly what they were. You know when Doran was open, now you know teams are hugging him a bit. He had to earn that. He had to earn that. That was year like teams you know even last season teams are still leaving him open even though he had showed that he could knock them. I feel like that shit was happening in the playoffs. Like they was just we gonna die with that. We gonna let him shoot. Exactly. So. If Josh is able to make teams pay with these threes, it's different because, you know, he's shown he's gotten better at um, finishing this year, too, Um, because that was something that was always so perplexing that, you know, a guy so athletic could not finish at the rim. He couldn't kind of leverage his athleticism at the rim. He's starting to do that a bit more. He's, he can drive the ball. He can, you know, dribble. You know, he's not breaking you off or anything like that, but he can definitely attack a closeout, which is what we need from um, our guys and our wings. And that's what, like, that's why you see the bang bro struggling, especially like Reggie. Dorian, at the very least, can drive the basketball, mm-hmm. right? Reggie cannot do that. Like, at all. Reggie can't oh do that my God. at all. Has, has he, I'm not trying to be funny. Has he made a shot where he pump fake, put the ball down, and like went to the basket? I think one, I, maybe no. one floater the entire year, and he's maybe. every other thing else is a break. I'm almost like, bro, just 
Just shoot the contested three. Yeah, just either that... shoot or just pass it back, bro. Pass <laughs> it back to where he got it from. <laughs> like, and that's usually what he does. Like, if they close out well, he just passes it back to whoever. Because he, that's what I'm saying. At least Dorian, like, at the very least, he can put it on the fly. He had to work at that. He wasn't, you know, he couldn't do that, Um, you know, when he got in the league. And he had to work at that. But, you know, it's cook for Reggie. He's not about to develop that. <laughs> He's like 31. So, like, he can't do that. Um, So the fact that Josh can, like, he already could do that. And, you know, he's just getting better now. That's good. We're, we're in a, um, we're just in a good place with Josh, I feel like. Um, yeah. So they got to, um, you know, just play more. I feel like, you know, Tim. He's oh, nah, I mean, oh, I've, I feel like we've, a lot of people have been on the move, like as much as we, I like Tim, and I do still like Tim, I've been on the, we have to move Tim train. I know, I know, year. but I want to lie to myself, the Instagram videos, did you see the Instagram videos in the off season? I thought my boy was back, and he's still bad, it yes, hurts, it hurts. Bad. I mean, he hits some, you know, timey threes here and there, right? He might give you the occasional charge, but he's overall still bad. I feel like what we need with Tim, because his production from last year, we made it up by committee. Um, and this year, it's a little different. I don't think we can just make it up by committee. I think we do need another piece, but we don't need like a, like, a, I mean, now it's Cook, but we don't need like a Jordan Clarkson. Like, oh, if we get rid of Tim, we need like a Jordan Clark. Like, we we is we don't need that. We just need someone that can maybe score a little bit but defend. <laughs> if yeah. we get another defender in there, and um, we cooking, be, we cooking with grease. Mm-hmm. This is right. a real and, team, then. Right, and the person who like let's say we move him, the person still has to score a little bit because you know Tim does provide some scoring punch. One thing I can say about Tim, even though he's, you know, shooting percentages are god awful. He, you know, gets some timely, you know, he's putting some pressure on the rim at least. Um, and gets I feel time. he's doing, he's doing, he's done that more than previous years. Exactly, exactly. I feel like it's an emphasis for him that he's getting to the line a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's welcome here because last year it was really Luca was always the only per- like as much as Brunson, you know, was really good for us. He wasn't like a rim pressure against. He was more that. Uh, uh, that floater range and mm-hmm. yeah, it was little yeah. back down shit. Like it was close to the basket. It was just fishing as hell, but he went at the rim with it. Mm, exactly. And then when Spencer came in, he gave us that different look because he, mm. you know, put pressure on the rim. But now we have Luca, we have Spencer, we have, you know, Tim trying his thing. Wood, Wood gets, you know, draws a lot of fouls like that. I like seeing that because, you know, just drawing fouls that, you know, one, you're, you're, you know, affecting the way, the defense thinks, you know, if you rack up a bunch of fouls on them, they're probably going to start being less aggressive, you know what I mean? Um, and you get a chance to, you know, get your rhythm if you're out of rhythm. You get a chance to, you know, set up your defense instead of, you know, running back, trying to match up in transition. So there's a lot of advantages to, um, you know, drawing fouls. So it's good that we're, it's spread out. It's not just Luca, Spencer, or the only two that could get to the line we have a bit more this year um so that's good to see so i just i we're we're okay we're okay i mean i, I we felt like we'd be fine in the regular season and i'm only thinking about the regular season because the playoffs are just so far away at this point so many things can happen in between i'm not thinking about the playoffs <laughs> i'm just thinking about the regular season yeah right yeah 
No, I, I didn't mean. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you finish that thought? I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. No, I thought you were gonna um say something, but no, I I'm just thinking about the regular season at this point, and we're in good shape. Um, obviously the Magic, not a great team, so I'm not flexing that win. Good, good on us for coming back down for double ditch. But I'm not flexing that win. Jazz have been playing really good ball, so it's not like we beat a bad Jazz team. They're a good team right now. And the Raptors, yes, they you know didn't have Fred, but still they just won by a combined seventy points without Fred. Um, so that's there. I'm sure they're not using that as an excuse. And yeah, Pascal went out, but they were losing even before that. So we are on a good roll right now. And I think Luca. We haven't even really talked about Luca's thirty-point streak. Like, no, no. Now you, uh, folks, trying to come for you about his defense, and I'm not gonna hold you. This is maybe one of the best two-way games he ever played. Oh yeah, he was really and literally in his career. Like he was just playing. He was active. He participated. He didn't get cooked in one-on-one. It got to the point they weren't even like hunting him out. I mean, maybe we was doing a good job of hiding them, but they weren't even hunting them out. I, Pascal did do something goofy. Like, he was initially guarded by Maxi, and, like, got the switch to try to cook Josh. And I'm like, fam, you ain't been watching it. You didn't watch film this year. You ain't been watching the film this year. But anyway, uh, I felt Luca play defense this year, and people trying to get mad at you because he's he did it tonight and was got off all the other nights. But I'm... I'm I said it. I think we recorded after he dropped. Was it forty four? Who did he score forty four against? Forty four, forty four. He scored forty four. Yes, he did score forty four. I don't remember who. I remember the forty one against Brooklyn. Who did he score forty? He did score forty four. Was it the Magic? Whatever game that was, I remember we recorded. I was like, we didn't even gas it up because that was one of the best games you ever played. Any like it's that's where I'm at with this. Like I don't. I gotta come, look it up. I'm, it's bothering me. I'm sorry. Yeah, where I'm to the point with Luca where I expect 35 a night because teams are guarding the shooters, so he's just murdering. He's just murdering any defense, any single coverage you give him, even if you try to help. Like it's it's too. Oh, late. It was the magic, by the it way. It was the magic. Okay, and um. I don't know, man. I just think he's on the next level, but I look for the defense. And when he's doing that, like to me, you know, when people are like he's the best player in the league, I'm like, as long as that Greek freak is out there, it's kind of hard for me to say that. But if you want to put together a resume of he's the best player in the league, I think tonight was it. I think this is the game you would submit. If he just did that every night, I think he's the best player in the league. I don't even. I do think if what he did tonight, if that's just how he plays all the time on both ends, it's just amazing. Like, I don't know. It's, I remember, uh, I don't know if they was coming at you with it or somebody else, but someone was like, it's a privilege to watch Luca. You basically, whenever people would criticize him, but tonight was one of those nights where it's like, damn, this shit is great. This dude played for my team. This is awesome because there's nothing nobody can do when him and he DN up. He if he went to reach on OG, I was gonna be like, oh boy. I was about to start gasping. I really was. But he got he he couldn't keep his hand out the cookie jar, but he still he still had him. That's supposed to be a good matchup and you know, he ended up following him, but it wasn't an automatic bucket. Um 
I was impressed tonight. I, I'm so pissed this game got close tonight because, like, I was ready to jump out the window. Like, if we would have had a comfortable 15-point win, the way Luca played defense, the way Wood played defense, the way JaVale McGee in his four minutes didn't look like he was dead. It's like he got a little juice in his legs, too. Maybe he just needed to play 10 minutes or he only played four tonight. But he probably could have gave us another strong four minutes. Hell, I ain't gonna hold you. I wanted him in there instead of Maxi, the way Maxi was looking at times. But I wanted to lie to myself after this game. I still might do it depending on how we look next week because tonight was a real win. Because we was busting their ass when Pascal was in the game. Like we were. He, he, we we played well tonight until the end. Oh, yeah, I, thought, I thought it was the or best played game. Like even yeah. regardless of the you know one lead or whatever, I thought I still think this was our best. I mean, obviously, okay, I can't say that because the Grizzlies game happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to sound like a hater. That game was fake. I don't, I, I love my team, but that game was kind of fake, bro. <laughs> that game was kind of fake, so I don't like gassing that game up because it was that was a schedule loss, you know. They, this, it's you not know, by like forty-seven though. Yeah, but it, it was <laughs> it was going to be a, a fifteen to twenty-point game if we just showed up. It was. Them boys was playing Jake Ravies heavy, Dick Roddy. They they was playing dudes that shouldn't be getting heavy minutes. Yeah, I'm anyway. I, I I thought that game was a little fake. This to me, I think you're right. I think this was the best play game. This is where, I, like I, like I said, I feel like I'm, like I'm ready to lie to myself a little bit, SJ. Um, you mentioned something earlier about how you don't want to think about the playoffs. I don't either. I don't even know if this is going to be the same group of dudes in the playoffs. So just stack these fucking wins and let's enjoy what we're doing right now. Exactly. I'm all in on the stats. Right? Let's keep this shit. I want to go for this Wilt Chamberlain twenty. I know it's crazy. Will is crazy. Twenty three straight games to open the season with thirty. Shit. Let's shoot for it. Let's, let's go. <laughs> let's try to see if we can make something shake. Cause like no one could stop you in the in the you know mid range at the rim right now, Luca. Your free throws don't look terrible. Um, three ball, it's you know, it's coming along. It's not, but what I like right now, he took what like four of them today, four or five. I don't think he he went past five attempts. Other than what? like a heave, I think he might have had a heave. To my Luca. Yeah, Luca. Yeah, yeah. He uh, I actually almost distinctly remember his damn three point attempts. So he had. Yeah, that I remember heave. all of them. Yeah, yeah, like he had the heave. That was one. He only took six total. Oh, he took six total. Yeah, he and took he, six total. One was a heave, and then there was a couple towards the end of the game. But they was all good threes, all of them. Exactly, exactly. So I'm like, he's learning to not like, cause he was at like ten attempts the first like few games, and it was like, all right, Luca, you are not hitting them. Please stop taking so many. And I like that he understands. Okay, I'm not hot. Like I only like him taking ten. When he's shooting like 48% on them. Because, you know, he's going to have that stretch where he's shooting like 40% from three on like 10 attempts a game. There is going to be that stretch. Um, but until it happens, don't be taking 10 of them. And he's not doing that. So I think he understands, I guess, the formula of how to get 30. Because even in this game, he got 30 without forcing anything. Like he wasn't for like when, when he could attack, he attacked. 
you know, passed the ball when they were doing, you know, a lot of aggressive doubling. Um, made made his free throws again. Um, if the three is not hitting, you got to make those free throws. Um, and hit a couple threes when you could. So I I just think it was a really complete game from him. Um, and he's in a groove offensively right now. That I mean, it's dating back to Eurobasket. Like, remember his percentage on like twos in Eurobasket was just outrageous, and it's the same thing here. Um, so hopefully he's um, you know. He understands this formula and doesn't, you know, drastically start doing something different, uh, which I I don't think so. And I think it will, him starting out this way as well, will make it easier as the year goes on for other guys. Because eventually, teams probably will start to sell out. Mm -hmm. Um, They will. They will. They they got to, because... He doing some Giannis Braun shit at the rim right now. Like exactly. it's it, it's different when he's hitting a fadeaway step back shit. But it's like, hey fam, he's just murdering y'all and it's easy. Y'all probably need to. I mean, you you saw a little bit tonight, but it really didn't matter. I I just don't think this is a good strategy long term. But if they gonna keep rolling with, it, let's roll with it. Yeah, exactly. So. I just think um, he's in a real, real good groove, and that bodes well for, you know, the Mavericks in general. Um, It's going to be tough. I mean, MVP in any other year, if he started like this, even with our record, what, we're um, five and three right now, right? Um, Good Mm -hmm. good record, but um, the fucking Bucks are, like, not losing. So, like, Giannis is crazy. So I think it's gonna be it's probably gonna be Luca and Giannis. Um with the way how things are trending, it, yeah, it'll probably be you Luca and Giannis till till the end. But I'm hoping I mean if the Bucks win like sixty-four games, uh, it's gonna be tough. I mean, you know, Giannis is doing what he's doing, it's gonna be tough. But um hopefully Oh, Luka... I don't know if they got it. Damn uh Chris Midday ain't came back yet. Exactly. And Jesus. their record is outrageous when, you know, all three of them. So it ain't like this shit gonna fall off. Really. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna uh, be cool. Oh, I'm sick. Hey, but, um, I, I do want to say something. Yeah. We can wrap it up after this because I think we had roughly an hour. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, Luca better than uh, Jokic. I saw you, you had him over him earlier this week. Luca better than Jokic, bro. He's better than him. I mean, I'm not pushing back right. Like, if we're talking this season, I'm just he's been better than him this season. I don't think that's a competition. A lot of people have been better than Jokic actually this season. Yeah. When Jokic gets his players back, he don't be like he doesn't want to score. That's that's kind of the, the always been the thing with Jokic. He's not trying to score like the last couple of years. He was scoring like 27 points per game because he, he literally had to. But literally, as soon as, you know, he got his guys back, he's back down to what? He's, like, at, what, 20 points per game? 21? Like, he's back to doing that um, BS. Uh, so he's really not trying to um, score a lot. I mean, his defense is not – I mean, Denver is not a good defensive team. Um, so, yeah, right now there's no – Um, I just mean, like, in if we're talking in general, I think, you know, I think you still have to give Jokic that respect. Um, you know, as a two-time MVP, uh, which is why you know, in general, I would say yeah, maybe I'll have him over him. But for this season, absolutely not. Yeah, no. Um, I think this season the top three 
has clearly been um don't kind of lose you play has just been crazy hey hey you uh you went mute for there so i didn't hear what you said after you said i think my top three is oh luca Giannis, and stuff there i think there's yeah. best players this season you know who's been really really balling oh yeah oh. yeah your boy we ain't talked about it on the pod yet man. I don't know. If you got time, we can record another one when we go around the NBA because uh, that boy in Cleveland. Yes, sir. They, they looking real, man. They looking yeah. real. They They're real good. They looking real. And Donovan playing defense. It's kind of funny. Out this whole divorce, the only one that's looking like he got the short end of the stick is Rudy because they are. Uh, yeah, the Timberwolves are not that good. They're not. Like, not. I thought they would have won regular like playoffs. It was always like I need to see yeah. that in the playoffs, but I thought they I thought they're gonna be a regular season yeah. machine. They had they. I thought they was just gonna do what they was doing last year, where they had uh uh cat pressuring the ball, basically being real real aggressive up, and just have really clean that shit up behind them and. They kind of trying to do that shit, and it's not working out. And then I didn't think it was going to be that bad offensively because, like, Jerry Vanderbilt, he ain't shooting. He getting his shit off at the rim, man. And is visibly frustrated. Oh, and does not like it at all. Yeah, like, we got to keep an eye on that because I don't – they're not going to trade him. They gave up too much for Rudy, and I don't think Cat going nowhere, so – they just Maybe have to they, work it out. They literally yeah, just have to work yeah, it out. Yeah, they, they just gonna have to work that out. But I don't know. I'm, any team I thought was gonna be better than the than the Mavs that is not actually better than the Mavs, I'm happy. Sign me up. Clippers, sign me up. Uh, Warriors looking mid, sign me up. This year, I just want stats. I want Christian Wood to be happy so we can keep him. So I think he's a good player. I think he can be part of a winning team. I want to resign. And I just want the highest seed possible because the higher seed we get, the better chance we got to win a series. I don't think we're going back to West Conference Finals, but if hey, we can win a playoff series, if this roster or whatever iteration of this team goes into the playoffs and wins a single playoff series, we should all do a victory lap. We should all be happy. We should be pleased because then you can go and go. We actually have some shit to be able to go get some of some real deal help. We're going to go ahead and get your boy. I'm predicting that, by the way. You are speaking into existence. You saw him uh, auditioning tonight. Oh, man, that audition was beautiful tonight. We making that shit shake. Or, fuck it, we can take his teammate too. They got to... Listen, they have a couple pieces I don't mind. People always like, oh, well, I want Siakam. That's fine with me too. Okay. Hey, 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 I'll take Fred. <laughs> like, I'm fine with shit, a Gary Trent, of guys. Gary Trent about to opt out. They got to figure something out with him too. He about to go get 25, 30 million. Do they want to pay that? Hey, I take, bruh, I take them all. Right, I'm with a lot Fred, of Gary, OG, bring them all to Dallas. Bring me one, bring them all, give me a couple, give me a handful. I, man, I was about to uh, pause. I bust open the, the treasure chest for the, uh, for the, for the draft picks for any of them dudes. Especially, see, I come to one, man. I don't know. That's always been the, the rapper I had my eye on. Because low-key, 
You notice Scotty ain't really start getting off till Siakam left the game. That's something you got to keep an eye on. Exactly, but I feel like uh, he's gonna be a uh, he's gonna be so hard with him ascending this season with the way he's playing. I feel like that price tag gonna be crazy for Siakam. Yeah, the Siakam price tag just like price of the brick went up. Like, yeah, I mean he made all NBA team last year, yeah, and he's saying. still balling. Like at this point, exactly getting all it, the NBA players is crazy. I feel like that's all. I, I I'm just thinking about it from the this this sense of okay, OG clearly every you know he's good, but you know hasn't been to All Star game yet. Um, you know shot attempts are down, down scoring is a little down. You know obviously defense is still stellar as ever, and um. You know he's still young, so there's still a lot of value there. But I feel like you know, objectively, he's should be easier to get, and I think he could just pop. He could pop here. You know, he looked better here because I'm thinking like I think we think a lot about guys that you know play so well on their own teams, and then you think they play the same exact way here, and I'm like, well, that won't be the case because their role would change. I'm thinking the guys whose role is probably not as big as they'd want, and they'd come in here and can get a bigger role and pop in it. That's what I've been thinking. So that's why I fall on OG because I think he could do a little bit more and look good here while also still doing some of the, you know, ancillary stuff. But again, all hypothetical. I'll still take any, a lot of those guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm right there with you. And I think uh, even if it's not OG, I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be two moves. Um, Again, this is why I keep emphasizing Christian Wood because we already got him. Um, and I feel like you could get a big to compliment him. I think that's going to be easier. I think that's like a shit, man. What, what my man? Uh, dude, I was Hardenstein. Like, if we just had Hardenstein, yeah. he, he was a mid-level exception player. We just had him. This team is looking different, and we gonna have access to that mid-level exception here pretty soon. The big boy. So I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm in a good mood. Five and three. I was a little nervous after that OKC game. I was hot. Um, but yeah, I was a little nervous. I thought I was like, damn, our defense is doomed. And granted, um, the Raptors. I mean, they're better offensively this year, but they're in, in the half court. They're still mid. Yeah. Um, so I still need to see us. I mean, we got the Nets, um, and they're still pretty okay at off, especially since Ben won't be playing. Um, they look better without him offensively. So we'll see what we. Um, I mean, we can get to load up on KD, and he's playing with. I don't even know who's playing. Who he's playing with these days? Is Seth, is Seth back yet? I know Joe Harris is back. I don't he's even... like in and out. Last like I don't know what's going on. With, he's like in and out. All I know is Kyrie has got sent to Azkaban, and them boys dropped a 40. What, they won by 40? 44? 46. They won, like, by 46. It was, like, crazy. Yeah, man, you got to get that energy away. I don't even want to go into the Kyrie. I don't want to talk about him. Anymore. Yeah, I don't want to talk have, about him. I have, I have Kyrie fatigue across yeah, the board. It's, it's just too much. But, man, you got anything else you want to get off your chest? No, sir. All right. You want to do this? We got to Shit, do we got a back to back? Um, no, we don't play for a couple days. We don't play until like Monday. Oh, you right, you right. When everyone plays, and then they have Tuesday off. And then we got the back to back Wednesday and Thursday. 
So yeah, uh, we yeah. we we ain't recording till next week. Yeah. All right, <laughs> right, y'all. Appreciate y'all listening to this on the late night to um, another episode of Twenty One Going On Seventy Seven. It's your boy Dwight at five one seven two two one four. Joined again as I am every week with the brains of the operation. Young SJPHD at SJ Basketball Eight. We appreciate y'all listening to this. We holler at y'all. When we holler at y'all. Peace. <laughs>